Welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to mortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions of sex, and sound effects of various qualities. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult themes. You have been warned. back to the episode but we're gonna do something slightly different dust you're number one john you are two mega you are three remember your number for a moment he's three years old got it um great all right so uh mega please tell us what happened last session oh boy that was a uh, that was interesting well first cobalt dusty kitty hairy man and bigger kitty we were all at the orphanage, and it was starting to smell. So we <laughs> left with the guards, and we stayed in their house. But then they all went away when Cobalt goes sleep. And then, oh god, bats! Oh god, scary centaur man! Oh god, everything hurts, everything hurts! And Cobalt couldn't scream. But don't worry, we took care of them, they all disappeared, and why do those guards look so angry? That was awesome. All right, so you get uh you get a bit of inspiration. You got uh the gist of it. So I'm gonna be uh trying to do that um uh, every every session. Just gonna roll dice, see which one you guys roll up. Since I I need to incorporate more inspiration in general. Uh so I want to retcon one thing, and it's a very small detail. And I'm not one for retconning anything that I say. Uh, I'm gonna say for your guys's benefit that oh what's his name fallon has not entered the door yet he has seen you guys through the window but since you guys have put a couch in front of it it's going to take a little bit of time before he gets in so i'm going to say the doorknob has not been touched the door has not been opened he's just demanding that you open up the door everyone understand that yep yep I but he still got the gist of you are arrested out of his mouth so it is up to you guys what you want to do dust since uh velcut is not with us today i'm fairly certain he was just gonna follow your lead on this one so whatever your actions you take i'll fall with you um right. john i'm assuming you're sticking with your plan still and mega your plan too yeah you're, you're gonna go in your box mega yeah yeah it's a, unless someone else has a better idea Okay, so we'll start off one by one. I'll go from Mega all the way to Dust. So, Mega, you make your tiny little box. You got that ethereal glow for a second, and you hide inside. John, you chew your numb tongue. And I believe that's the last bit you have, right? Yes. Do me a favor. Make me a wisdom saving throw 11 or higher. Sorry, my computer's been super slow. That's fine. I got a four. Just leaving us an anticipation. You got a four? Ooh. Correct. Ooh. Leo is officially addicted to numb tongue. Uh, for now, since you are addicted, you have no effects at the moment. But eight hours from now, you will be suffering the consequences. And I'll make sure to remind myself about that too. But now you're developing a taste for it. Well, buddy, looks like you're going on a trip. <laughs> oh what? yeah yeah i just watched that that was good um oh, where the hell were we okay yeah you uh ate the gum uh you went into the unseen public and we're gonna leave you in the unseen public for a moment and i'll get back to you once these guys make their decisions dust you i assume you're going up to the door where you're gonna move the couch what what, what exactly was your plans no, my plan is to confront Fallon, open up the door. Okay. Okay. You Oh, uh Mega Dust, do me a favor. Make me a wisdom uh saving throw 14 or higher. All right. Well, both you Nope. Oh, that's one. All right. That'll be a 5 for me. Dust your yeah, Dust. Yeah. Uh, Mega, when you hear the voice, you are I don't want to, like, impose emotions on your character, but assuming how cowardly he is, he's probably terrified by the voice of Fallon. It's very regal and authoritative. Dust, 
You hear his voice, and you know Fallon. That voice does not belong to Fallon. Something is off. Do you still move the couch and open the door? No. I let everyone notice as I got closer to the door. I noticed his voice was not of his own. This and, definitely cannot be Fallon. Yep. And uh, Velcut, like, he's falling, like, close behind you, ready to help. And the moment you stop, he bumps at you and goes, Oi, what the fuck? Why aren't you opening up the door? That's not Fallon. The hell, it's not Fallon. Uh, what's wrong? He might look the same, but I can tell from his voice. I've known him long enough. Damn cat. And he's just muttering to himself and looking out the window, but... He, I, I, I assume the way he's feeling is, you know, with all the crazy stuff that's happened in the last day for him, this wouldn't be the craziest thing. So he follows your leave and goes, Alright, whatever you think is best, Cap. But if I end up in the slammer because of you, you're paying my bill. So Sounds good to me, but we're not ending yeah. up in the slammer. <laughs> well, with that out of the way for a second, John... Let's uh, go to you and the Unseen Public. Just like I explained before, the Unseen Public is like a watercolor painting. And you see the droplets of rainbow-like water hit the ground. You see dust, you see uh, Mega, you see Velcut, and there are blue outlines. Outside, you don't see any of the guards. You do see, in the distance... Because there's no light in this realm. It's a constant twilight. You see a pirate ship out on the shores. You also see four uh, vultures hanging around. Each one with a skull of an animal. One with a deer head skull. One with a rat skull. One with a rabbit skull. And one with a human skull. Instead of where their head should be. And that should speak to their size because... It doesn't look like it's small or large on them, the exception of the rat skull being from a giant rat. You look around, and you do see there is a blue blob outside. It's really hard to get the details on what exactly it is. What do you do, John? Um, I'm going to call out and say, uh, Jade Hand and I have an arrangement. I need these guys to fulfill my end of the deal. So, how about you leave us alone and let us on our way so we can do what he wants? Can you roll me a perception check? What did he get? 14. That should be enough. Um, like I explained last session, you did see the demons disappearing. You do see their corpses being dragged quite quickly, and you catch like a small stature of what you assume to be people, maybe? It's hard to tell. They're about two foot, but they're scurrying away really quick with them. Besides that, you look at the vultures, and you see the lower jaw on each skull, like, jitter and cracker around. And you hear echoes of a very familiar conversation that you've had recently. And it's just different variations of it. You always hear... When I was a little boy, I enjoyed being near the lighthouse. Then you'd hear, like, contradicting details. I saw a halfling being drowned. I saw a Yonti being drowned. Like, the details keep switching, and you hear, like, the recipient of a different person each time just giving him different offers, saying different things such as, what, what does this have to do with anything, or... This is very interesting. Please go on. And what chills you to the bones is most of the conversations end with a dying scream. With the exception of a couple. Now, you don't have a lot of time, John. I'm going to be switching over. So how do you choose to use this moment before I switch back? I'm going to step out the window since I'm still invisible and look towards the lighthouse. You look towards the lighthouse, and you see a black obelisk, and unlike before, you see that the text, the inscriptions on it, are glowing a bright gold. It is, yeah, it's shining like an actual lighthouse, but not for the purpose of, you know, uh, guiding sailors. Is that all the, the time I have, or? Yes. We'll say that's the last thing you see uh, quickly, but if you're outside the window... You do see uh, 
a big blue a creature. And you look closer and you hear it croak. And we're going to move to Dust and Mega. Dust, Mega, you heard Fallon's voice. Come out, you're rested. And Dust, you realize that's not Fallon. What do you guys do? You guys are surrounded. Well, they're still outside, right? Yes, they are. And they are not coming in. All right, guys. I have a plan, but we need to get to the watchtower. That is directly across. So, yes. Well, in the in the same room, are we able to get upstairs to the, like a tower to, you know, view everything? It, it's more of a balcony than tower. But, yeah, you could say some makeshift. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could say that. My idea is to rappel down. Are we able to do that from the balcony? Yeah, you could do that. Um, Mega, what do you guys say about all this? Come on, you guys! Come on, you guys! Come on, not bad! Come on, not bad! Just like cowering <laughs> inside of his illusory box. Yeah, and Belkett goes up to you and grabs you by the scruff and goes, "Oi, doggy! Listen <laughs> to the cat!" <laughs> And he just brings you over dust and just gives you a few, like, pats on the head. Alright, we're gonna have to do this quick because the couch isn't gonna hold them forever. So we run over to... I wanna start running over to the balcony. Alright. Um, Velcat follows you. Depends. Uh, Mega, do you follow as well? So, uh, Kobo kind of realizing this, uh, the situation a bit. Uh, you know, he's going to... He's going to, like, look at them, like, leaving and then look back at the door. And then... He is going to point his finger and use ray of frost and sort of like a vertical, uh, a vertical sense to like, uh, like help freeze, uh, the, uh, the crack that would normally open the doorway, basically just making okay. it a little bit harder for them to open the door. <laughs> you close. You do that. Uh, no need to roll for it. You you freeze the door and the locking mechanism and everything with that. And then he quickly scurries off to not be left behind. <laughs> yep. Fallon calls for you and goes, Cobalt, come back. come back! And that's all you hear that echoes along with you. Alright, you guys make it to the balcony on top. And Velcut is a little out of breath, saying, Ah, oh, this better be good, cat. And he's just giving you... I want to make sure that this balcony leads outside, right? Yep, yep, it, it leads outside. He, uh, Velka comes up and he's just heaving a uh, just exhausted from all the running he's done today. Um, yes, this balcony does lead outside, and the best way to imagine it is, yeah, exactly like a watchtower, but with, uh, you know, uh, the floor juts out with uh, no roofing. So if you were up here doing a watch in the rain, as is right now, it would suck. But it goes all the way around. How far is it below? I would Did say a good ground? 20 feet. Yeah, 20 feet. It's like 20, 25 foot, like up. So, from my tripwire that I did pick up at the end of last session, I'm mm -hmm. going to grab two pittons and use a hammer to drive them into the edge of the balcony. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, God, that sounds like it would hurt to, like, hold on to, though. Isn't that, like, a very thin wire? No, it's just a uh, rope. Oh, okay. I, I, I always imagined it as, like, you know, fishing lure or something. Or not fishing lure, but you know, the fishing like a uh, line. Oh, it was a shitty trip wire made out of rope. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, that's uh, perfectly fine. Uh, you uh, set it up. Um, do me a favor. Uh, do me a dexterity check. See how well you put it up. See if there's any faults with it. Fifteen ain't too bad. Yeah, you put it in just fine. It'll secure you guys. Good. All right. Now what's the plan, Kitty? You uh, gonna go down opposite of where the or where the guards are. Um, I'm going to say Jez Velka go first, since he's out of breath. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, he uh, go he just looks at you, squints, but just gives you a nod, grabs onto it, and starts chimming down. Um, I'm going to roll to see how well he gets down. Okay, so a straight roll. So you see uh, Velcut. He uh, gets onto the rope and starts going down, but... As he's going down, like, uh, the black rain burns his hand. And with the roll of three on his dexterity, he actually goes tumbling down. Um, he's just going to take a d6 of damage. I'd say it'd be halfway like, down. So, about, he fell about 10 feet, took 
two points of damage. Dust, if you're recording that, put down two uh, two damage. I'm not sure, uh, like, wasn't he near death, too? Pretty sure that puts him down. Yeah. Like, he's half HP now. Okay, he was. He, he's half HP right now. You sure? So that was said on his little token. No, it. Uh, nobody, uh, unless two refer, or his 11 refers to something else, no, that two exactly puts him out. <laughs> he is on the ground, uh, passed out at the moment. It looks like he blacked out from the fall. I, I'm tempted to put in initiative for a second to see how long it takes you guys to stabilize him. Uh, well, we'll just say, you know, a veil cut, dust, mega, uh, after each one of your turns. So, uh, Dust, uh, you have a climbing speed, so you, uh, isn't that right? As Tabaxi, you have climbing speed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about it. You can just go down. All right, so. Cobalt, before I go down, I need you to do your fancy magic trick to cover the um, rope. Are you able to do that? The rope very long. Can you do just the base? Can we put a Can we put a box over it? Oh, I can do that. But uh, in, instead of a, uh, of a, a box... Uh, he's going to put a, uh, um, like, I, I, want you, I want you to basically imagine that, uh, uh, he is going to basically put a very thin-ish illusion of the exact wall that it's laid up against. Oh, okay. <laughs> so basically, right. like, basically five feet down, it's just, it's just literally blending in with the wall. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, Dust, do you, uh, I assume you go down. Do you uh, uh, use the rest of your turn to stabilize uh, good old Velcut? Yes, that is exactly what I do. All right. Wisdom uh, medicine roll. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, right on dot. Ten. So you get him um, like he, he's not going to die, but he's, he's not doing good. Um, since you stabilized him, I believe he's still at, uh, zero HP, and I'll just roll to see how many hours he's unconscious for. Let's see. Let's roll 1d6. Oh my god, yeah, he's out for, like, six hours. He's out for most of the day. Unless, you know, you splash some, or not even splash water, uh, water on him, like. So, if you find a way to, like, actually bring him back to one HP, he'll wake right up. Well, you say day, but, uh, isn't it still the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah. Like, he'll wake up in the morning. It's been a crazy night for the poor bastard. So, he's good. He's not dying from a brain hemorrhage or anything. Mega, you gonna go down the rope? Kobo gonna try! So, do you have a climbing speed? Kobo does not have climbing speed! Make that dexterity roll. Can I brace to catch him? Just in case. He's like, you can. Yes, you can. What did he get? You fall. And as ah! you fall. <laughs> Yeah. So same thing happens to you, like uh, that black sludge. Oh my god, yeah. So uh, that black uh, sludge like coats the rope and you start slipping and falling down. And dust uh, braces for your fall to catch you. Um, I'm still going to do damage, but it's going to be uh, halved. Yeah, so you get one point of damage. That's it. Just one point. Uh, yeah. At, at most, it, like, hurt your butt a bit, like, coming down that fast. I caught you with my claws out. I'm sorry, Cobalt. Yeah, you, you scratched up his hiney. So, uh, you, both you guys made it down. Uh, what's the next plan of action? You are behind the building. Well, Cobalt, I don't think you're big enough to carry this little old man. I uh, hoist Velcut up on my shoulder. All right. Where do you think we need to head? Where it looks safest? Cobalt no know this big scary place very well. <laughs> maybe find maybe find house that nobody lives in? Sounds like our best option. Yeah, you guys need a safe house of some kind. So I'm gonna bring it back to uh, the harbor map. So you guys have a decent idea of what you're dealing with. Okay, if you uh look back on uh, roll twenty, it might be a little blurry at the start, but there we go. So, you guys are in, right here, if you guys can see the ruler. Yeah. You guys are in this uh, building on uh, this... Uh, uh, the best way I can, like, put it is that you're on a flat, uh, pinnacle-like rock. 
and uh, you guys can uh, choose to go wherever you want. Kobo, I don't think these guards that are trying to arrest us are with the other guards. It doesn't just sound right. We've built up a trust with Fallon. Do you think the other watchtowers might be safe? Keep in mind, these guys are right here, right in front of the building. And the watchtowers are directly across from you, here and right here. To make that run, because I assume you guys are probably right here, like uh, to the stage left of the building. To make it over to Watchtower, that's like a, uh, well, you guys could make it in a good, like, run. That's like 45 feet. So, what do you guys do? Cobalt, how scared of you are the demons? <laughs> so how scared demons are of Cobalt? No, how scared of you are the demons? We <laughs> uh, are really scary, but Cobalt going to try? Cobalt, we're going to make a run for the watchtower. Are you able to make sounds with your, your crazy antics? Yeah! Can you make it Can you make it come from where we're leaving from? Cobalt uh, can make it appear in different places, yes? When we get to the watchtower, we're going to have to be fast, but kind of as sneaky as possible. Once we reach the watchtower, I need you to make a big booming sound in case any of the guards see us. That way they look the other way. Can you do that? All right, I set you guys on the map. Does that look uh, good to you? I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mega with your poor eyesight. You're the token on the right. This one. Yeah. So if you're going to cast any spells, just use a measuring tool on this. It should be a little up to date. It's just the tiles are, I believe, 10 foot. Let me double check. Because it should be about 10 to 15 feet. Oh, no. Uh, uh, sorry, I readjusted the size for combat. May have lied about the distance. Ooh. Yeah, that was bad on my part. Uh, 60 feet brings you to the, like, uh, I would say the entrance of uh, 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 the watchtower. It doesn't get you inside, but it brings you to it. All right, Cobalt. Start making a ruckus with your fancy spell work on top of that balcony, and then let's run for it. But, wait. Oh, okay. So, like, okay. You're doing it on the balcony. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, do you do that? Yeah, so Cobalt is going to... Uh... Uh, to point his finger in the in the air, and uh, for the next minute, uh, like that that spot on the balcony is subject to the sounds of a series of explosions. Okay. Um, I want to do maybe a deception check to see if you fool the people. I I think that's the best way to do it, right? Like maybe deception performance. It is. Uh, it is a. Uh, hmm. uh, it is. Uh, for the for the rules as far as like minor illusion, uh, yeah. it is an investigation against my spell safety C. Yeah. Okay. 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 You do that. What's your uh, spell save DC? So that should be uh, thirteen at this level. Well, I rolled an eighteen. Not gonna tell you the modifier used with it. Um, you said sixteen uh, or thirteen. Uh, uh, it's a thirteen at this level. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. So. But I would say that they would actually have to go to it to investigate it first. Yeah. Because if you can't see it, then all you're doing is hearing sounds. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's how I'm going to say that. Uh, can both of you give me a perception check really quick? 22 for Dust, 19 for Cobalt. So you guys are looking at the chaos you're making on the balcony. And what's the best way to describe this? You guys hear a loud... Boom! And it was not from you, Cobalt. You look at the courtyard. Well, not the courtyard, but, like, the entrance in front of uh, uh, the barracks. And you see, like, uh, trails of dust, or, like, a little mist of dust. And you look up, and you see something black in the sky as it pounds down onto the top of the barracks and destroys the top of the barracks, the roofing, and you see it, like, if you guys ever seen, like, a dragon curled around, like, a spire, you see, like, this thing, like, curled around the, uh, the, the debris it, uh, created, and it is a large black frog with red, red spiky hair and purple flat, or, uh, uh spots on it. And it croaks at you. And when it croaks, this, its neck 
expands and you hear the screams of people inside of it. If you look closely at it, you can actually see like purple glowing skulls that lights up the area around it. And it looks at you like a chameleon would look, you know, its eyes going in different directions. Then they focus on you, Cobalt. Initiative has not started yet, but it is looking at you. What do you guys do? Cobalt, we gotta run fast. <laughs> so you both you both take a run? I think our best bet, if we can get to it, might be the Clearwater Sailing Warehouse. I know it's far, but... Okay. Um, if you guys want to do chase sequence, we can. Um, I'm all down for it, but uh, we. I think if you're both in agreement of doing a, a little chasing or like running away, uh, we can treat that as a secondary uh, or like a, what was it, a secondary skill uh, challenge. I'm gonna have disadvantage on all rolls because I got bell cut. No, no, it, it'd be any. Well, we'll say we'd give you disadvantage if you're uh, doing some specific. You know, like, uh, uh, what would be the best way to do it? Like, say you're trying to do an uh, acrobatics check with him on you, that'd give you disadvantage. But if you're trying to do, say, uh, uh, intimidation, persuasion, like, that he, that wouldn't affect you. Like, I, I will impose disadvantage as his corpse, or not corpse, but his unconscious body gets in the way. Now, how far away is that? Wow, 930 feet. It's gonna be quite the run. So you're both in agreement then? Both gonna run? Any place big frog thing isn't. <laughs> yeah. And it what well, you guys have a passive of uh, thirteen, right? For a perception? Yeah. I do, yes. Yep. Yep. Um you guys can actually see the same thing that uh, John saw in the unseen public. Uh, on each of the watchtowers you see two vultures. Again, with the instead of regular like heads, they have skulls on top of their heads. And what you guys see what John doesn't see is their abdomen, they're five feet like tall. And their abdomen is like split open and you see like a singular eye in each one of their stomachs with uh, like various amount of tentacles like writhing around as they both watch you and snicker. It's getting creepy at night. New change plan, Mega. Let's not go past those watchtowers. Those vultures look like they'll eat you in one bite. What do you say we run towards the tavern? So, what tavern that one? Uh, I was gonna say, like, uh, it, technically it's by, the only way to get across is each bridge, and each watchtower is in between both bridges. And if you want to get to... Uh, one of the taverns, that's on the left side, past one of the three bridges. So it... I'll take my take my chances with one watchtower versus both of them. Well, that's a good idea. Now, if you're both in agreement to uh, start this challenge, we can uh, switch back over to John really quick. Any uh, any disagreements? Any like change of plans, Cobalt? Cobalt uh, does not know this city, so he's taking dust okay. by his word here. Okay, just want to make sure. Alright, uh... We, uh, uh, the way I want to imagine this is, uh, you know, Dust makes a plan, points to, like, the warehouse, sees the vultures, and says, nope, then points at the closest bridge to you guys and says, okay, we're going to go to the tavern, then we black out, and we bring it back in with John, who's seen this entire thing play out. You see the frog leap high into the air on top of the building and stare down at your two friends that look like they're about to run. John, what do you do? If you want, I can include you on the skill challenge and like uh, have you do like the same thing you're doing with Velcut where you're breaking the veil. Um, yeah, so I, I was gonna, um, first of all, can the frog thing see me? Do I know? You don't know if the frog can see you, but the vultures have been talking to you. Yeah, so I'm gonna kind of, um, I see they're making this plan, so I'm gonna follow them and kind of try to help them out from the, the shadows when I can. That's awesome. I, I love this so far. Uh, yeah, so we're going to start up a skill challenge. And uh, keep in mind, John, I'm going to have to re-explain a couple things to you as uh, things happen. So it might seem a little jarring because basically we're doing two things at once. 
as you know, the unseen public has different architecture. So sometimes you might see dust and mega run into a wall in your world. Like it, it's weird. So we'll try to play it by ear as we're going along. So let's start up initiative really quick. Um, I just need you three just to stay in order. Anytime you guys fail, it will be the frog or vulture's turn as they're chasing you. Give me a roll. All right. But would, but would, so for me, since I'm not actually running, like the others are running, I'm, I'm like kind of trying to help them mm -hmm. go. Um, would it mind be negative effects or is it more like me taking the help action? It'll, it, okay. If you're directly trying to help them, I would say, yeah, yeah I, I'd make the ruling that you are assisting them so you can assist them when they uh, fail. So you can go out of turn order, but just know that you can be detriment or helpful. Like it, it's one or the other. You're either taken away from their failure or adding on to it. Okay. Yeah. But if you want to, there's nothing stopping you from like actively, you know, not directly helping them, like say like uh, fucking up the bird or the, the frog in some fashion there, there's all various ways you can help that doesn't involve actually you know like directly helping them you can indirectly help them as well which can be different all right so starting up the chasing we have a uh, dust uh what secondary skill do you use to get yourself to the tavern right now you are on a flat pinnacle rock with barracks and two spires surrounded by four bridges one of which leads to one of the worst slumps, which it looks like you're deciding to take. Mm -hmm. That's the one we're taking. Yeah, we're going to Blighted Slump. So what are you going to do to get across this bridge? What's happening? Well, as I'm running across the bridge, I'm going to take out the ball bearings in my pocket to stealthily lay them, lay them across in case anyone or anything, for that matter, attempts to follow us on foot through it. Okay, I got you. So since you've gone first, I'm going to say you're going across the bridge and you lay down the marbles stealthily. Um, okay, uh, make a... I'm going to say... Hmm, I need to actually look at the secondary skill list. Just give me one moment. There we go. Uh, I'm going to say it's a, a sleight of hand since you're doing it stealthily. So make a uh, the dexterity sleight of hand roll. But uh, do so... No, you're using one hand, so I'm not going to give you a disadvantage. All right. Straight roll, 17. You make it. So that is one victory on your side. Okay. So I'm going to say you're in the middle of the bridge right now, and you lay down the marbles as you're running across. Cobalt, what do you do? Uh... I'm going to say you're paired up with them. Okay, so like moving, moving in tandem. Yeah, yeah you're all moving in tandem, I'm going to say. Unless uh, you guys tell me otherwise. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, I think as Cobalt is uh, is running, sort of like taking a little bit off of. Uh, um, oh god, that thing is big. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's pretty big. When I mean it's a big, I think it'd be better to put it as a. Uh, oh, hang on. I, I think I miss. They're not five by five squares. So, let's say there you go. The things like. A good 15 by 15, but I'll make it larger so you guys can actually see it. It is not up to size. I need to say it's like a 15 by 15 creature. It's huge, but not it's not kaiju huge. All right, then. So at the very least, uh, Cobalt is thinking that uh, he sees a frog. Yes. And a big this frog. Uh, the, and this frog is like uh, is chasing them down. So uh, Cobalt is going to do the thing to uh, maybe make it a little slower, is that he is going to try to use his uh, Ray of Frost to slow the creature's movement. Alright. Make a Arcana check, please. And we'll just put it against this D or AC. So, go right ahead. Like, I believe in you, Cobalt. What do you roll? 13. You hit? Um, It slows it down. Um, I think the best way I'd describe it is uh, you, you shoot it at its like inflated gullet. Like, you see the skulls of its victim screaming with a purple luminescence, and as, like, the ray of frost comes, like, part of a sack, like, freezes over as it shrinks back in. Now you created, like, a weird... 
you created a weird lump on its throat and froze half its leg and it's trying to figure out how it's going to move properly now as it's chasing you. Uh, Leo, you see this, you see the general gist of everything they've done so far from the shadows of the unseen public. What do you do? Um, I'm going to call out to the, the vulture things and I might just be like, hey, did you, you hear me? Jade Hand is our friend. I think that you shouldn't be chasing us. I think that you guys might be making a big mistake and um, try to do like a big distracting performance, so to speak. All right, do a performance check. 14. 14. Uh, that does it. Uh, you uh, talk about the Jade Hand, but it does, specifically what you notice, it doesn't look like they're too distracted by what exactly you're saying. I think you distract them by your lack of fear in the situation lack of anything like negative emotionally wise so they look at you and just cock their heads and they start to swarm around the frog but they're not actively you know chasing uh, 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 cobalt or dust dust cobalt you see like the birds just randomly like go towards you then make a quick u-turn towards uh, the frog so it, you're seeing unusual behavior from unusual creatures. So you really can't make heads or tails of the situation. Uh, we will go back to Dust. Dust, you are on the middle of the bridge. What are you going to do? I'm going to, as I'm running, you know, I don't want to you know, meet my children just yet. So <laughs> I'm thinking about them to, you know, hopefully just, you know, put that little bit of extra... Um, adrenaline in my veins to give me that extra push to go just a little bit faster. Okay. So, uh, uh, how do you classify this on uh, skills? So, you're uh, uh, trying to invigorate yourself somehow? Let's see. I would either think survival or religion. Yeah, do religion. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. Do religion. Wow, that's good. 18. Uh, do you have a god that you pray to? No. I, just, I, I you know, hope I want to just be the best for my children that are gone. Um, you know what? I'm going to say that you see, like, uh, the specter of, like, uh, I think two of your children near the end of the bridge as you're passing by. And, you know, they're giving you, like, uh, what's the right word? I'd say they're guiding you. You know what I mean? Uh, if you ever been in, like, a marathon or a race, like, you got the participants who are watching, like, you know, swinging their arms, pointing certain directions, you know, trying to encourage runners i think the kids are doing the same thing and some of them are actually giving you a push to give you an extra uh, spring on your step as you're running along i'm imagining it like in zoolander when he's walking down the runway and there's the guys like giving him thumbs up yep yep <laughs> yep they're running uh, about now here's where we run into our first issue for leo as you guys are going across the bridge you guys see an opening you see the blighted slums a lot of shacks uh like side by side leo as you're running across you finally notice a wall at the end of the bridge it seems like you are hitting a dead end and you have vultures that can still see you in particular well uh, is it, it it's cobalt's turn though right we we can go out of turn this is basically a way for me to keep track of who's gone i'm saying like this is a new issue it's popped up i'm gonna skip cobalt for a second to figure out okay what do you do so it's just a, a flat wall. Um, can I see like on the sides of the bridge? Like, is there some like a pathway around or something? Luckily, there is, and it's not shadily made. You know, what I mean, it's not like it was made with wood. It looks like it was carved into uh, the bridge and uh, into uh, the uh, the side of uh, the bridge and the shore. It, it's weird. Like, where there should be sand, there's marble. And there's a nice path, but it's a decent drop of 15 feet. Um, well, I guess that's my only choice. I'll go that way. Okay, you go that way. Uh, do you use, uh, what kind of uh, check do you use to accomplish that goal? 15-foot drop, it's by the water, and it's going to shore. Um, I will do a flip, so that's acrobatics. <laughs> okay, great ad. Wow. Are you sure you did the, yep, okay, yeah. You got a nat one. You uh, faceplant. 
as you're going down. That's uh, our first failure. But the first half of the flip looked awesome. Yeah, it, it looked like you're about to do something sick. Then you just ate shit. Like, right down to the marble ground. But you're not in the water or anything. You're, you're just, like, on a marble addition to the bridge. Now, with uh, both of them going past the wall in their world, you see uh, dust and cold. Well, you don't, Leo. You're looking straight at the ground. Both you guys are running to the slums. Cobalt, uh, what do you do? Alright, so, Cobalt, uh, like, uh, you know, like, sort of like doing the Cobalt thing, where it's just like, uh, it's not enough just to, like, uh, to get away, but also to, uh, also to confuse. Um, Cobalt is going to try to, uh, keep an eye out within the slums for areas to sort of, like, uh, duck around, dive around in order to uh, sort of like make it more difficult for the creature to uh, follow their movements. All right, cool, cool. All right. Um, and what kind of skill would you place that under? Uh, I mean, it could uh, it could be a, perhaps a perception or an investigation. Uh, yeah, I was thinking an investigation. Yeah, we'll do investigation. <laughs> that sounds good. Do you investigation roll? Wow, no. You know what? You know what? No. I... Hmm. Two ones. Two ones in a row. You know what? I, I think it should be perception, actually. No, yeah, uh-huh. So, uh, as, as you're going along, cool. Uh, you know what? The, mostly because I don't actually know how dangerous this situation is, uh, I'm going to, at the very least, not let it be a natural one, so I will burn the inspiration on that one. Okay. That's one of two. Go right ahead. Because, <clears throat> like, ones just make me upset. 21. There you go. Awesome. So... This is how I imagine it's happening. You said you wanted Duck Weave to uh, use like lesser-known paths to try to confuse and get rid of uh, the frog and the, the vultures. And I imagine as you're doing that, you're like doing a lot of complex algorithms, at least for Cobalt, in your head. And you're about to hit a... Uh, uh, I would say like I think you'd run into a water well of some sort. And you are brought out of your days by one of like the children that dust has been like preying on and they just lead you in the right direction. They basically take you out of your Sundays, just point to another direction. You just give like a, Oh, nah, you know, one of those cobalt sounds and like redirect yourself as you duck and weave past clotheslines, uh, trash, broken furniture as you're going down this slum. Um, unless you got anything more to add to that, we'll go to dust. Come up, believe in dusty kitty. Well, there. since I, I've been here since I was young, I know the quickest routes. So I'm looking yep. to see if I can find where they are. Um, and I think I might have spotted one, but it's dark. So would I use a history check? Go right ahead. Yeah, that's good enough. Like uh, with your urchin, I'm only give you like a, uh, a additional bonus to that as well. You know these streets. Um, and I'll say the quickest route. Now, if you look at the screen really quick, uh, you'll see that Cobalt and uh, Dust are deviating with their uh, plans really quick. And I'll say that, you know, going through here is the fastest method. Keep it in there. And you're just trying to lose them really quick, but you're still, like, you... With, with how good Cobalt is with tracking people, he still hasn't lost contact with Dust, even though you guys are currently... Let me double check. About 60 feet apart, covered with buildings and such. Cobalt, uh, I know felt like you just went, but since we went out of order, it is now your turn again. What are you going to do? Uh, so I think maybe to help add to the confusion angle that uh, he's going for. Um, so as he is like, uh, like maybe he's like, uh, like passing through um, like a particularly like narrow uh like maybe passing through like a narrow alleyway, uh, or maybe even no, actually even better, like uh, um, like maybe as he's like coming to like a crossroad or something like that. As he's going down one direction, he then uses minor illusion in the other direction to make very obvious uh, cobalt noises. <laughs> so I want to flavor it up a bit with the frog. He's not actually making progress. I'm gonna say this, but just because I like the visual, um, I'm gonna say like he's following you in particular, Cobalt, and I imagine he's running like a dog. 
you know, like an excited dog, and he's losing traction at, like, sharp turns. And as you're coming through alleyways, he's getting progressively more stuck, and his meekest round, like, his body is the only thing helping him n from not getting stuck. But he's starting to get into weird, like, uh, positions. So, uh, you said you, you're creating a minor illusion, and you're making weird sounds of cobalt going down it? Yeah, just like basically he's going down one, but then, uh, uh, but then uh, minor illusions down a, a different pathway. <laughs> yep. All right. Sounds good. Um, hang on. Uh, you did an Arcana check before. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna. Put well, that if, as if I'm using, if I'm yeah. using, if I'm using the base, if I'm using the rules that you gave before, it's like uh, they can't be uh, like one after the other or yep. either one after the other and the you. Yep, you cannot reuse one of the skills that you you personally have used before during a challenge. So you can oh, use deception I thought, if you want. I, I thought I was remembering. Uh, I thought I was remembering it was like you just can. You also just couldn't do it uh, twice in a row on the same character. But it's the during the entire challenge. During the entire challenge, you cannot use the same okay. skill twice, and you cannot repeat what the last person did. Okay, that, I think maybe that's the maybe that's where I I mixed up a little bit. So like, uh, roll just a deception. You said okay. That sounds good to me. Uh, use our uh, wisdom as your bonus as well. Um, wisdom or intelligence? <laughs> uh, intelligence, whichever one like is higher for you for you know spelling uh, spells. So regardless, you still won. Then just add three to this roll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty. Yeah, twenty. Gotcha. So it, it's a twenty roll, uh, fairly impressive. Uh, I'd say your character goes down an alleyway, uh, squeezes right through to a dirt lot. And the way you made it is you put up a wall, right? You put up a wall and you made sounds going down different alleyway. So this frog is squeezing down the narrowest alleyway and it gets stuck for a moment. You have stopped the frog temporarily, but the vultures, it looks like, are guiding them to you and giving you a bird's eye view. Basically acting as reconnaissance, trying to corral this creature towards you. Uh, Leo, it is now your turn. You are face first into marble. It is not a good day for you. So the the vulture things are focused on them, not me. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, well, I, I said that they're around the frog and weren't actively trying to harm him. But I think, uh, let's see, Leo, roll a uh, one d four for me. Wow. Yeah, no, uh, retcon what I said earlier, they are just swarming around you like, uh, your corpse in the Sahara. Like, uh, they are circling around you. Alright, so, I'm going to yell at them. Okay. And I'm going to tell them to, you don't want to mess with us. There's easier prey elsewhere in the city. Mm. Like, be gone. <laughs> <laughs> be gone, demon! Uh, be gone, thought. It was more of it was more of just like a brushing them off, like be gone, servant. Like, <laughs> yeah. hmm. all right, all right. Uh, give me a persuasion check because that's what it sounds like you're doing. That's a nice old persuasion. Wow, I can't roll at all today. <laughs> no, you can't. That's a nine. Another failure. Oh, that's sad. I want to do something cool with that. All right. Um, you hear. Uh, do you understand Abyssal, Leo? No. You just hear gargled messes as they circle around you, you know, like... <laughs> and, like, each one of them is just making weird noises as they... They're circling up, uh, overhead on you, but now they're coming down, and it looks like uh, their tentacles are reaching out towards you as they come down. Congratulations, you have their attention, but I don't think you have it in the good way. What do you do? Oh, yeah, well, never mind, you already did some. Sorry, that was a penalty of your action. We'll get back to you in a second, Leo. Dust, uh, what do you do? Well, I can't see any of them behind me, so I'm going... Well, at, at most, you see, like, four birds, like, circling over on, like, the river for some reason and going down, so it's no sweat on your brow. Yeah, 100 feet away, so... You're fine. <laughs> okay. I am going to... Um, hmm. Well, did we know that Leon was with us? Since he's no, invisible? No, 
Actually, he just, like, said, fuck you guys, like, at the start of this entire session and just, like, dipped out. So you have no idea where the hell is happening to him, where he's at. The second time he disappeared on you. Yeah, to be fair, like, I feel like, I feel like, uh, Dustin Cobalt just getting used to this. It's like, oh, and when, when things happen, he just disappears. <laughs> he has been known to do it. Combat and otherwise. Actually, actually technically, <laughs> he's done that three times if you include combat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, like <laughs> yeah well also technically we've only known each other for like five hours yeah <laughs> so i'm not too worried about this yeah, guy so, so three times in five hours isn't exactly setting a good first impression <laughs> yeah and not to mention he is a noble hey there's, there's a lot of things racking against him so what i want to do is um you know slow my pace a little bit and try to you know look around corners because i know i got separated from Cobalt and try to see if I can spot him to get his back together. Have you uh, used investigational dust? No. Uh, make an investigation check. Nat 20? Yeah. Oh my god. You're just rolling hot today, man. Um, what what exactly were you doing again? So I was slowing my pace because I noticed I got separated from Cobalt. Mm. I kind of like the feller, so mm. I was looking around to see if I could see him between like the slits in the buildings to yeah, back together. That was the exact visual I was gonna do. Like, if you imagine this in like a motion picture, like you know when you see subway going across and you see like you know the the romance chick behind the train. That's what you're seeing. Like as they're running across, like you you see glimpses of Cobalt running with you. So black slit, black slit, so on and so forth. You see them. You guys are na like naturally like in sync, going the same direction. Um, I'll say since you're since your role was so good, you know that, like, an inn that you can trust really quick, that you can get in through the back entrance, is in this sand lot right here, if you can see that. So you're close. You need to get into the sand lot, you know the inn owner, and you know she keeps her back door unlocked. Guarded, but unlocked for people who suffer from uh, uh, the daily, or the nightly incursion from demons. So... That's good on you. Cobalt, what are you doing? Uh, I guess as, like, uh, as Cobalt is, uh, like, you know, like, kind of, like, uh, like, maybe becoming a little more confident in in, in how he's handling uh, escaping from the frog, uh, he is, uh, like, maybe to, like, like, uh, like push himself a little bit uh, further. He is going to try to see if, like, you know, like, recall, uh, I guess what I would call, like, maybe, like, uh, like lessons or instructions on uh, uh, like from his master on like how to tap into his inner potential and to like uh, exert himself more than he thought possible. Um, all right. Uh, you can make a history check and use wisdom or intelligence. Either one. Du -du -du -du. 11. <laughs> Cobalt, you are great, but that hurt your head a lot. That was a failure. It, it's on yeah honestly i can imagine it perfectly with the cobalt you know it's just like the hmm, hmm, hmm. then like it's like you can see the smoke coming out of his ears as he's running along like nope didn't come up with anything you know he's a, he's a bit flustered as he's trying to run <laughs> hard to remember hard to remember things that was a good try all right well you guys are on the cusp of uh victory and the cusp of failure my god so close on both uh leo you could be the deciding factor, depending on how you, how good or bad you roll. Well, we're screwed then. <laughs> yep, I think you're. I think you're overdue. Uh, vultures are swarming around you. Leo's kind of like getting frustrated, like mumbling to himself a little bit. Like this is why I don't help people. All I wanted to do was do a little investigation. <laughs> I start helping people in the alleyway. Now I'm all sucked up in this weird demon chase just because of this. Um, and then the like vultures can probably see him getting more and more frustrated, and then he just grabs like his sword, pulls it out just slightly, and growls at them. He's like, "You'd be better off just like today's not the day. Like just back off." For Are you doing in intimidation? Intimidation, yeah. All right, sounds good. Make the roll. <laughs> Finally, wow. twenty-two. Nice. And I'll say with that. You guys have won the challenge. And just to give you the stakes, it was one in each one. If you would have got one failure or one success, that would have resulted in combat. So 
how I imagine this is again like a Batman scene. You see like uh, the feathers and like uh, the vultures like swarming around you, blacking out the screen, but seeing you flicker here and there as like the camera rotates around you, and you say that you're having a bad day and to get lost and the moment you swing your sword you come to revelation these things are not predators nor are they that intimidating it looks like they just spend their days trying to screw with people like uh, pixies or tricksters they back away cock their heads at you and a single letter drops as they fly away and as they fly away you can see the frog we can cut scene to the frog looking at the vultures like flying away and you can see uh like in a cartoon like the sweat beads like flying off its face as it starts to get more and more scared it tries to wiggle out of the building does a few hops and you see it right in front of you like a couple hops and a splash into the water you now out of this skill challenge and you boys can make it to the alleyway leo i have no idea how the hell we are going to get you from point a to point b at this point but you could say like you're trying to find the end of uh end of some sort but uh it's all up to you you are currently in the unseen public and you have no idea how long you're gonna stay in here for well um leo is a, a man of opulence so it's not his first time partaking of substances and i think he's like well i guess i'll just have to sleep this one off <laughs> um, and so yeah so he, he knows uh he's been in this town a while so he knows some of the ends that um won't freak out too much if he just appears in one of the beds <laughs> yep but the biggest thing is is everything's turned around the buildings you don't recognize even like uh you know the the store names are changed and they're like anything that you recognize are in totally different areas. Um, what's your passive perception, Leo? 12. You, as you walk along, you do see something weird in the distance. At first you thought it was a trick of the eye, maybe shadow, darkness. Then you take a moment then a revelation hits you. There's no real darkness here. Everything's kind of evenly lit, like the sun is directly above everything. Nothing really casts much of a shadow. You look at that black blob, and you realize on the ground that there's also black, and you see slime forming. And as you look deeper and deeper into that pulsating black orb, you notice, unlike the ground, it's not a slime, it's hard, it's, it has a sheen to it. And you see, I would say, a person hunched back with a wheelbarrow and a corpse as they toss the thing in. And when they toss in the corpse, the egg grows a little bigger. It's almost near unperceptible, but that fixation you have on it grew like a half an inch from eating that thing uh i'm gonna yeah. try to clean it with the prestidigitation because it's gross you're, you're gonna try to clean the egg all right it's like all slimy and gross yeah yeah okay yeah well it's in the shape of an egg and you try to clean it um can you can you read me off the spell description for that exactly um so if all of it or just the the part that's the section yeah the part that's important related you instantly clean or soil an object no larger than one cubic foot hmm, hmm. you uh, use prestidigitation uh, on it and you have no effect but you do garner the attention of a hunchbacked man as he looks at you i look at him and i'm like that's pretty gross right <laughs> And he memorizes your face as he just stares longingly at you. Do you look at him any closer? Yeah, I'll give him a up and down. His mouth is stitched. He can't open it. His gaze is mismatched. Like, he has two different eyeballs. It's hard to tell what race he is. At most, it's you'd think it's human. 
I just like give him a thumbs up. Yeah. And he just shakes his head as he starts lumbering about. Now, uh, if you look on the map, I'm going to say the egg is right here in the blighted slum. Well, actually, hang on. They're right here. It's about right there. And you see that it is about like 30 feet like around. It's slowly growing. And you see the man lumber off. That's all you notice. It's just an egg. Do you do anything else? Try to find an end. Investigate the city because there is a night well nightlife is a exaggeration there is no night here but it the streets are moving about you do see actual people living here as various animals just not ones you recognize you know you see like yeah. humans with rabbit heads you see like alligator headed like elves you see a assortment of animal people walking about i mean as a, a lion person myself i feel like i don't feel too out of place um I'm going to, like, look for an inn because I feel like I'm pretty exhausted after the last six hours of insanity. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you're going about, can you give me an investigation check really quick? See how well you do in this public life. 14. Um, if you're familiar with, uh, like, old uh, Europe and their hook, uh, hookah dens, that's basically one of the things you find. It's the closest thing you can find to an inn. And instead of a regular hookah, they have a, a different type of drug that's unique to this world. So is it like in? is it like hookah or is it like opium? Yeah. It, it you don't know if it's like opium. It could be. It, all you know is it's smoked like it. Well, like it, like is it like people are like you know talking and having fun, or is it like people that are like half dead on a couch? half dead on a couch i mean you're already taking a drug to get here and you're taking more of a drug so these people are if there is a possible way to od they're more than likely gonna do it okay i think i could take them so yeah i'll i'll take it i'll <laughs> head in and see what's going on all right you uh go in and uh you see a woman with a rabbit's head and she seemed she has obviously glazed red eyes from being in this world but uh, she's there enough to, like, open up a hand, point, but she can't exactly talk. Her, her tum is numb. So all you see is, you know, like, ten gold coin for a good time. So you could sleep here, smoke some drugs, do whatever. Just cost ten coin. Um, I'm going to give her one coin. Uh, she looks down at the gold coin and shakes her head. I, I like, nod my head. And she... <laughs> Uh, she squints at you for, for a long moment. I give her a smile. <laughs> and she rings the bell. Like, she has a small little bell, starts ringing it. Uh, right from the next room, you see a bulldog. Like, uh, the face of a bulldog behind the curtain. And, like, uh, you know. It, it starts off like a Looney Tunes kind of thing where you go, Oh, yeah, the guy's only, like, you know, three foot. Like, you see it from below. Like, you know. Bulldog looking up at you, the rest of the body behind the curtain, then like it gets up, then the head slowly rises higher and higher until he's like eight feet, and it comes out and you see a muscular orc with a like, <laughs> a pug face, like an actual like pug dog face, and he looks at you and crosses his arms. <laughs> I look at him and I'm just like I point to the coin and I give him a thumbs up. Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> 19. He's pretty, yeah, he's pretty dumb. And, like, you, you see him go, alright. And just, like, you know, motions you in, then, like, the fucking rabbit, like, hits him on the arm, but this guy is, like, so out of it, his mind, he just, just shakes his head at her and just, like, pushes her to the side, but make sure you get in. So, you can, uh, you, you got one gold coin off, one gold. So, as you're going in, you do see, like, a lot of reptilian-like faces, you know, from a snake to a crocodile to a chameleon, of various races of elves, orc, uh, human, and you start to have a revelation. Can you make me another perception check? I don't think I have a revelation. <laughs> Are you serious? God damn it. I don't know. You think you've seen them before. 
My passive is 12. Oh, okay. Now, I'll give you, like, the little gist of it. Uh, in nobility, you have noticed that each family has their own ring in Jade Hill. That represents their family. And as you're going by, you do see, like, some of these people with, like, a, a ring from that family. You don't know, like, if it's a head, one of the daughters, sons, or, you know, one of uh, the retainers of that family. But affiliates from powerful families are using Numtong and getting incredibly high in this den. Um, you are given a room, and it is just called Room 8. And you have a... Uh, uh, one of those, uh, how do you pronounce that? I feel like I'm saying it wrong. A, a hookah-like setup? Hookah? Oh, uh, yeah, hookah. So I am saying it right. Uh, a hookah st uh, setup is just like, a, it, instead of like tobacco or opium that you'd see getting burned up on the coals or like wherever the hell they set it on there, uh, you see uh, black leaves. All right, well, I, I'm going to right now uh, start writing down some of the the houses that I noticed were in this Ooh. drug den. All right. Um, give me a one d four roll, and tell me what you get. What? Oh my god! All right. So uh, one of the families that you know is uh, House Wilmart or Wilmert. So W I L E R T Wilmert. Another one you see is uh, House Ackwald, A C L. A-C-W-U-L-D. Yep. Then you have... Uh, what was it? Uh, you have House Bennington. I'm, I'm sure you know how to spell Bennington. Uh, what was the first one again? Uh, Wilmert. Yeah. Wilmert, Ackwald, and uh, Bennington. Then uh, the last house that you uh, see is uh, Dalemore. They're, they're all houses, and uh, they have uh, various positions and uh, um, uh, royalty. Uh, one of them is a messenger, but you can't exactly which one. Uh, one of them is a royal messenger family, but you can't exactly remember which one that was. Another one was, uh, well, two of them are trading families that deals with uh, commerce of export and import. So they work along with uh, clear water sailing. And uh, the last uh, one... Uh, of the remaining families uh, deals with diplomacy, basically acting as ambassadors. So you have a fair amount of dirt, but it'd be more incriminating if you knew exactly who they were. But I, but I, I know enough that I can, yeah. I can work with this. <laughs> I, always, I just love the idea of, you know, a lion person, monocle, you know, top hat and all, just sitting down in this, like, this watercolor room, basically, with, like, this weird blue smoke that's filling up the air. So, do you smoke the hookah? No, I think I'm just worn out. I, I think I'm just mainly here to, to catch some Zs. All right. So, if you want, you can pretend like, you know, you took, like, a shot of it, and, you know, you can lay back, close your eyes, see where you end up when you wake up. Okay. So you're going to be taking a long rest for the first time. Good. Good. Finally going to have our first long rest. This has been House Common Blood. The intro music by White Sand Promise. And the outro music by Darren Curtis, Time's Up. Any music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word by mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us.